What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will here with John. We've got six more episodes for you. Sorry for the little delay. We had some life stuff happen. We're trying to get back on track. We might even be recording an episode live from Munich in a couple weeks. Um, Live from Munich? Like, well, uh, us, to, us together, and then we post it later. Also, I'm sorry if you hear any hiccups. For the beginning of this episode, we waited for a few minutes to see if they would die down. They yeah. would not. So... so I'll edit around them. Anyway, we're starting off with Isaac, the insecure. Isaac Morton wants to be just like Jack Davis, but when the two are partnered up for a school assignment, it seems clear that Jack doesn't want anything to do with Isaac. First Isaac episode, so... Hmm. It's a good first, first Isaac episode, I think. I agree. So, I would say this. The Isaac episodes are really good different biblical lesson episodes in that they're a little sillier, but they never quite cross the line into saccharine or moral oral. So. Uh, well, it certainly wouldn't fall into the, into the latter one you gave. I I feel like, I feel like it's good. I do think it is relatable. I think it, you know, it's not always the case, but I do think there's a, it's a good lesson in terms of like, you know, you can think one thing about someone and then someone thinks, you know, the exact opposite thing, you know, and it is kind of like talking about is almost the only way to get over those insecurities. Oh, yeah. You know, no, and I, I, it, oh, please go ahead. I remember the end of this episode more than, like, anything else that really happened in it. Like, going they... back and listening to it, like, I don't really remember that much of the beginning or middle. I remember them talking at the end. But that's about it. Right. So I will say, I did appreciate that Isaac actually did report to the teacher that Jack wasn't doing anything, although it is a little weird Jack was apparently doing the whole thing, but didn't tell I anyway. 
I know, that's really weird. Now, in fairness, this was prior to phone, like, cell, cell phones, internet, social media, where I feel like nowadays in a group project, you can get, get in touch with someone, like, pretty quickly. Where, like, now, like, like then it would have been, like, you had to call their home if you knew their if you knew their number or like catch them at school. Yes. That this is true, but still it does kind of feel like Jack blows Isaac off for a good chunk of it. You okay over there? Yeah, I'm good. As long as I'll you can hear me. Water as you yeah. talk. <laughs> so this also has what I would call one of the most ironic scenes in Odyssey history where Isaac and Lucy are talking and L- Isaac is like, Lucy, Jack doesn't want to hang out with people like us, which is weird because Jack and Lucy have been established as friends for a very long time. And the voice actresses for Jack and Lucy got married in real life and might actually have been married by this point. You think it was an inside joke? Maybe. I could see that being kind of a little nod in the writer's room. Like, who? Yeah, that would be, if it was, that'd be pretty funny um, to find out. But yeah, it is. Isaac's always overdramatic. <laughs> this is true. And we'll see that as yeah. we go along with like the eight or nine Isaac episodes we have. I'm just waiting for them to make on the club Isaac the playlist, but well, that was a good joke. I didn't write that down. Because how many, I mean, well, how many Isaac episodes are there? Eight. You could have a whole half album. Pretty much. Yeah, so a good episode, a good introduction to Isaac. Although, yeah, it, it is kind of this running gag that Isaac tends to fail at everything he does. Yeah, which is just, like, it's not bad. It's just, like, he's, like, and they had these other stereotypes later in the series, just this character that very much is just, like, how do I do this thing? Or, like, this is my issue. Right. You know? Yes, but a good start. Another Odyssey C.S. Lewis obsession joke, I guess. Um, I mean, folks in the family works with the Lewis estate a lot, so... The Lewis estate was like, plug our books in your audio drama. I can't wait to see how they feel about the Netflix show. Um, who Odyssey or the Lewis estate? Both. All right, Elijah parts one and two. Robin Jacobs and Jack Davis use the imagination station to experience the story of King Ahab, Queen Jezebel, and Elijah and the drought. I always thought this was a great uh, Bible Bible story, honestly. Yes, it is. Especially, I've been reading uh, through Kings, and it like talks about Elijah. And there's other stuff, I think, in Chronicles or in, like other parts of the Bible. But like, it's not like like they do a good job at fleshing it out and kind of setting the setting the stage really well. It is also the first in, because now they've got that partition in the Imagination Station, people go on an Imagination Station adventure and get separated, so they didn't have to keep contriving why is one kid experiencing all these events. Yeah, like blasting them to a different time period. Wow! Although I have exactly. to think, Imagination Station stuff works like a dream, where, like, you're kind of, like, going on with the story, and suddenly it's kind of like, oh, two days have passed. Clearly, I think the Evermore guy and Mr. Whitaker need to get together, but... <laughs> oh, never mind. Um, so, no, this is a good episode. I forgot how scary it was. Oh, it can be very scary, yeah. 
So I don't, I mean, other Bible episodes got scary, but I always kind of part, I forget how dark some of these get. Like a couple of people almost die. And I know it's the imagination station. So nobody's going to die. This isn't meta or Oculus. Who made that headset? Who made Oculus? No, someone at either meta or Oculus said they made a headset that will kill you if you die in the game. Didn't Meta buy Oculus? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, that's just Sword Art Online. I'm, that's what the joke everybody was making. So like, why why would you even create this? It's just dumb. But yeah, it is dark. I mean, like, right? It's like Jezebel. It's like, oh yeah, they're really establishing how horrible of a per like person she is, and kind of establishing this kind of like historical background on like the of like kind of the evil kings in Israel and absolutely oh yeah you know and I I just think it works really well I mean it's hard because it is just the story of Elijah but I do remember this one fondly I think it sets it up really well I mean do I think they could have done the story of Elijah at least this story of Elijah in one episode. Sure. But I think they do a really good job at making it to and not fe- feeling too dragged out. I think yes. Odyssey did well with the Bible stories when they were willing to introduce like, like other side people that ca- kind of existed in the world. Yes. Like the whole Obadiah prisoner thing. Right, 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 right. I don't know if that's supposed to be, like, the prophet Obadiah. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But, like, it's kind of fun. Yes. All right, maybe it's not a prisoner. It's, like, an official or something like that. But just, like, establishing these kind of characters throughout the world. Right. Yeah, so a good episode. Also, the last appearance of Jack Davis until Modesty is the Best Policy because the voice actor's voice changed. I, I get, I, I'm guessing the thought was, if we keep Jimmy around, we better give the other male characters a chance to come back. <laughs> I think that I think that's exactly what happened, which is kind of sad that they were like, well, we can't lose Jimmy. And then, then they're like, well, I guess we should bring these other pe- people back. Yeah, so that's when Jack would kind of be replaced with Kurt as Lucy's foil. All right. Next episode, that's not fair. Connie, Donna, and Oscar all get a chance to see what would happen if everyone was treated fairly. I feel like in my head... Well, okay, you know what? I get this episode confused with the Peer Pressure Anonymous because it has very much a similar vibe. Yes. Like, it's like they're talking about, like, here's our problems. We don't like these. And then it's like, here, let's see what happens, like, in an application sort of thing. Right. It feels like one of those late period Simpsons episodes where it's three stories tangentially based around the same thing. Yeah. So, which isn't bad. I think that gives a different look into it. Uh, I... I mean, I guess a Room of Consequence episode would have been kind of interesting if that existed at that point. Yeah. But I actually kind of like, because I do think it's like a realistic thing they could have tried to coordinate. Yes. You know, oh, it's yeah. like, 
it's not like crazy. Like it's like rule of consequence stuff is stuff where it's like that could never happen. Right. Yeah, no, I thought that was good. I thought it was a good exploration of it. You know, especially because how do I want to describe this? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I would actually say the episode does a very good job making the people who are quote unquote being unfair not seem unreasonable, except maybe for the sub or for the teacher. But then they go back and show you, oh, he's kind of been letting her mm-hmm. off the hook on a lot of these assignments. So, yeah. So, it's here's the thing. I actually like the message at the at the end where it's like, okay, like life's not always fair yes and it's like but like you're getting more than your fair share because you know you're safe when you shouldn't have been i would agree i think now do i question like it's like hard because it's like like the whole thing with oscar like it's kind of like the reverse side of it. It's like, well, right. He should be able to go, go like the same way. But like during that whole week, like he wasn't even able to go out with his brother. I feel like it would have been more interesting had he gone out with his brother and it wasn't interesting. Instead, it was like, instead of, I have to take my little brother everywhere. Like sometimes it's like, okay, true. Yes. Like it's like a very literal. Except for Donna, it feels like a little too literal way of being fair. Yes, but I think that's kind of the point. Right. But, like, there's other ways... Like, I don't know. It's, like, one of those things... I actually like the episode quite a bit. But I guess if, like, if they did more episodes about fair, fairness kind of in the vein of this, I would love to see somewhat something where it's, like, this, like, truly feels, like, almost, like, some sort of injustice, like, unfairness sort of thing. Yes. Because instead, it's almost like doing it like these, like, little problems of yours, like, oh, like, why are you even complaining about it? When it's like, I, there are things that are truly, deeply feel unfair. 
that can happen and it like to you and it can like like all this stuff feels like slightly minor inconveniences for all the characters yeah and it's like well right it's like but that's like right it is unfair and like you could try to make things better but sometimes that's just how the world is i would concur and although i guess again it's a kid show can't try to fix the the unfairness but like that's just sometimes a reality of the sinful world that we're in and they try to touch on that in the end but i agree it's kind of a simplistic episode but a good one for kids i would say Mm -hmm. now uh to but speaking of unrealistic things people do (laughs) next episode but you promised in a pinch about losing her bike robin lies about the people who stole it This is like a classic children's episode, isn't it? Lying about stuff. Yes, but I feel like the police don't get involved. Innocent people don't get arrested. That's very true. They took this really far. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, also, the episode was called But You Promised, because the episode was originally about keeping promises, but they just never changed the name. I was wondering that when I was listening to it. Like... Like, there's, like, a tangential promise, like, kind of it was about, like, I won't do this to my bike, but, like, it feels like either they, like, didn't catch it, or they were like, eh, it's still enough about promises. Yeah. So, again, I I like the idea. Now, I think that since it was made a year or two later, Wit would have helped them coordinate a whole thing, the bike shop people would have been in on it, the police would have been in on it, like... When they reveal to the police officer that we were doing this to teach our daughter a lesson, I think they should get fined for, like, wasting the police's time. Yeah, I think, well... I mean, granted, the bike was still stolen, so... Right. But... The bike was still stolen, so you can still report... But, right, if it was just laying there unlocked... Which right. does feel like, weird. Like, there's a responsibility thing, but is forgetting to lock your bike, like, a responsibility thing or a forgetfulness thing... Probably a bit of both. Yeah, like, I feel like there are... enough to remember. Yeah, but it's also, like, uh, someone who's responsible could forget that. Yes. And I actually wonder... To go to the another part of the episode, I wonder if the promise thing had anything to do with the Lucy scene midway through the episode. Because that feels yeah. completely out of place. I mean, it fits with the theme, but it also feels like, why is it in this episode? Yeah, my guess is they had an idea for it, and maybe it was, like, about the bike, and they're like, is this really, like, why is, like, a promise not to, like, forget to lock up your bike, or a promise to, like, be responsible? Oh, yeah. And it's, like, it doesn't quite work. Like, it's, like, it's, like, a weird, I mean, it's not bad. Like, it probably was her irresponsibility, but it is, like, a little harsh to be, like, oh, you forgot to lock your bike. Like, if a kid forgets to lock his bike in, so it's like, oh, I was irresponsible. It's like, well, sometimes people forget, even if they are responsible. So and I think it's, it is, I think, fair to pin it on her irresponsibility if she's had a string of irresponsibility. I it's just like, again, it sounds like it's happened a lot. Yeah, it's true. So. Hmm. So, yeah, a, a fine episode. I feel like that's one thing about this kind of era of Odyssey. They're, none of these episodes are bad, but they're all very stock children's show episodes. With a, yeah. This one has a bit more of heaviness where, like, oh, she gets brought into the police station. These two innocent people are kind of interrogated. I mean, right, I, I at least so... appreciate it. Well, especially because Wit implies that he knows. 
Right. Or like figures. And then it keeps going further. It's not like wit, like talk to her parents and the police. And it's like, let's kind of shake this up. Yeah. Like here's two friends from the Harlequin theater. Or just like two people wit knows are willing to play the role. Right. It's a little bit like, yike. It would be funny if like wit had been like, I'll be a rat. Like the person she described happened to look like wit. Yeah. And then Wick gets arrested. That would be kind of fun. In its own way. Alright, one more episode and then we're done. A mission for Jimmy. Jimmy Barkley dreams about working with Dan Ishiro, a missionary to Nicaragua. Yes. Again, good episode. Very little recollection of it. In a weird way, it's a proto-club episode. Yeah, you're kind of right about that. Yeah. I mean, I like the idea. Jimmy learns about missions through reading a book, having a dream about the book, and we tie it into them having their Christmas gift stolen, because I appreciate how they kind of make that. That clearly would affect you even a year later. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty shaking event to happen. I actually did remember this episode. I I thought you were t- I I listened ahead to a few and I think I don't know I just got confused what episode you were talking. You probably about. got it mixed I, up with Operation Dugout. I think so. I think that's probably what I got confused confused about. I do remember this episode. I feel like it's very bleak. Yes, very very bleak. Like how it ends. Like just like they're stuck and they're like, what do we do? He's going to die. And it's like, I think that is some of the harsh reality of that work now. Oh, oh yeah. I'd be interested to ask. I'd be interested to ask missionaries today. If their work is still very much like that. Actually. Yeah. Because I think, I think that definitely does happen. Like, but I I wonder how much missionaries today are providing, like, medical care like that. Probably some of them, but they probably have better access to resources. Or, like, right, or there's more, not saying that, like, religious people don't do this, but, like, there may be more, like, religious organizations focused on that, or more, like, secular organizations also providing that. And, like, I just, I would be curious to see, because I do believe stuff like this happens, but it's interesting this is their first missionary-esque episode. Agreed. And it's very much, like, action, high stakes, like, danger-filled, like, this kind of sense of hopelessness, almost. I kind of feel like that was the general missionary vibe at the time, that these are people going to the extreme and doing all this dark and crazy stuff. I also think it does show, like, hey, there's a darker side to it. It's not all just hugging children for Instagram. Not that Instagram existed at that time, but... Not that that many missionaries do that now. Mm. I'm not going to go into who you're looking at, who you think's doing that. I maybe... Maybe a missionary trip in a youth group could sometimes get down class. I think if you're actually living there, it's probably not why you're there. Right. So just to quickly talk on the ending, good ending. I like that they got the real guy to show up. I don't know if he's a real person. I couldn't find that on the wiki. Uh, I, I do find it very funny that Donna walks around talking about how weird this is as if yeah. I don't know. That's just very odd to me coming from Donna, but that could just be my well, imagination. The ending's always been like weird where he, she, he goes like, 
like thank like this super sincere thank you jimmy not just from what he did but almost like i know you had the dream where you were helping me yes yeah a little magical realism there but you know i i've always that's that's why i remember this episode so well is i've always been like wait what like as a child i was just like what like what does this mean was it all real it's like clearly no like even as a child like clearly that was a dream that was the intention but right Yeah. All right. So unfortunately we have to go, but that wraps up this episode. So join us next time. We'll do six more. I'm Will. I'm John. We'll see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.